The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Absolute sports betting. That's life. Hey, everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday night, and I am joined with two upbeat, positive gentlemen, Phil and Steve. What's going on, Phil? What's up, Arch? <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just waiting for the antidepressants to kick in. You know, I, I took a handful. Yeah, you took I, the whole I feel bottle. Like I just, yeah, yeah I just, any minute now. You know, any minute. Go towards the light. <laughs> if by light you mean the bathtub with a toaster oven in my hands, connected to a car battery, that would, uh, that would do the trick. Do it, Steve. You're not so down, are you? Now, when I'm depressed like this, I just try to laugh as you know, laugh it off as much as I can and move on. Um, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah, you know. So we need a recap. What happened last night? Man, um, we were in great position. There was a uh, it was a beautiful handicap. Let's start off with that. Um, we had the top fives in order. We had uh, Priest in there. We had uh, Chandler Smith in there. Our big play, John Hunter, was in there. Uh, Kyle was stalking for the lead, and then everything went wrong. Um, there was mayhem the last two laps, and um, it seemed like all of our our key guys were involved in accidents, which was which was not great. And uh, that 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 did it. We we went from about a six unit winner to a. Uh, I haven't done the calculation yet because. It's depressing, um, but to about an eight-unit loser. So it was cool. a huge swing in about 47 seconds. Hmm. So, but, you know, that's 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 the way this sport goes. It's th- probably the most volatile, huge variance. Uh, you go from hero to zero, like Steve said, you know, in a, in a snap of your fingers, the blink of an eye. So you just got to get back up on the horse. Yeah, we are. Yeah. I mean, I'm not throwing tomatoes at you. Not yet. You don't hit the panic button right now. This is just where this is why you practice money management. This this is the exact reason. And, you know, maybe we could have an episode on that. But this is the prime situation why you don't fire on NASCAR. You stay controlled. Controlled. Yeah, it's 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 all got to be make sense to your bankroll. And um you can't chase in this sport and you just, you can't go too heavy. And, um, you know, cause, cause we can hit big at any, any time you can hit a, a 60 to one or an 80 to one and make a little wagering or make a lot wagering a little. And, yeah. and, you know, 
and you just grind out the rest. Steve, anything to add uh, to that? Uh, yeah, I mean, you kind of, you kind of had a. Uh, I don't know if Phil felt this way, but you kind of had a feeling something like this was going to happen as the race was going on, because um, there were a lot of incidents throughout the race, um, and it, but the plays were they were all in good shape pretty much up to the, you know, the closing laps, but you know, it's kind of like one by one, uh, the guys are dropping off. We had, I believe the first situation was Christian Eckes. He was racing. He was in the lead. He made a bad block. Uh, Kyle Busch put him in the wall. That was kind of like loss number one. Then after that, it was like restart after restart after restart. Um, Yeah. We lost, we lost Ben Rhodes. Um, who was, I think, six or seven positions ahead of Crafton. Um, just due to bad luck, he got turned and into the wall, and that was that. It was just our guys got picked off one by one until the end, and then all of them uh, got picked off. <laughs> I think that, I, yeah, I think that was a teammate. So that, this, that's going to be an interesting oh, meeting on Monday. It's friendly fire took him down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not great, not ideal. The uh, the post-race interview with, with Ben Rhodes was – about as upbeat upbeat as as our intro. Oh so, wow! Yeah, not to mention there was not a lot of teamwork going on out there tonight because early, you know, after that, Kyle Busch. Um, and so Kyle Busch races for his own team, Kyle Busch Motorsports. Right? You know, he gets five races a year. Um, one of the restarts, they they were pretty much lined up. You know, uh, three in a row in a top lane. I believe it was Chandler Smith in the lead and then Kyle Busch was in second and he ditched him. Normally, normally they go like they, they follow each other and and stay in the draft, but Kyle Busch wants to win. You know, he wants to win the race, but so he pretty much deserts John Hunter or Chandler Smith as one of those two. It was Chandler. Yeah. Yeah. He he got stuck in the middle. He, he lost a bunch of spots and then John Hunter followed right behind him. And, you know, Kyle Busch was fine, but, that's where kind of things fell off the rails, unfortunately. So that wasn't a whole lot of teamwork going on out there tonight. What the hell? Did they read LeBron's book on being a good teammate or what? <laughs> Dismantle the franchise and yeah, leave right, it right. in ashes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and piss all over it. That's the one. It was, <sighs> it was funny because Kyle Bush admitted admitted to it later because then the later on at the end of the race, same thing happened to Kyle Bush. They left him out the dry as well. So the hell. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I guess that that summarize what happened tonight yeah. uh, is what yeah. it is. I, I would make those same bets again in a heartbeat. Oh, uh, yeah. whatever. No, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys weren't wrong. It's just bad luck. Another bad beat. Yeah, yeah. The closing line value. I had just beautiful cash out uh, options um, in, until the green flag dropped, and should have hit them. Oh well. <laughs> Enough licking our wounds. We're, we're facing forward now. Who cares? That's in the past. How are we going to make money here on Saturday? Yeah, I don't even own a rearview mirror. So, yeah, we're 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 facing front. That's because your girlfriend broke it off, right? Just- I th- I think that's what happened. I think that's what <laughs> that's where all this bad luck came from. <laughs> and then I walked under a ladder. Um, yeah, that that was it. I mean, Steve's walking into his house and and nothing works. It's just like falling apart. <laughs> like- <laughs> Truly incredible with the situation we have going on tonight. It's like one- <laughs> bad thing is coming threes, right? Right. I mean. I mean, just that, a, that's got to be the third thing. Just a few hours ago, Steve, you were in a perfect mood. You were you were looking at the new Gran Turismo. You were probably had about ha- you know, a handful of lotion, and you were getting ready, and then everything fell apart. <laughs> Good lord! 
<laughs> Amazing how things turn in the blink of an eye, right? <laughs> yeah, right. All right, Xfinity. What is this race called? Um, I don't have it labeled yet. What, what is this damn thing called? Three, uh, something <laughs> uniforms 300, right? Alsco? Alsco. Yeah, they have uniforms. That's it. Alsco uniforms. All right. All right. Um, I'm happy this week with, with the Xfinity and with uh, what we've put together because it's got Noah Gregson on the, the win wager side. And mm. I love rooting for this guy. He is um, probably one of the most electric drivers in the field. And I just, I just love watching him. He does uh, unconventional things. So he's good at riding the wall. He's he takes chances, um, which is like a boomer bust checkers or wreckers kind of thing. But um, we've got him to win plus five hundred over at MGM, and uh, he's a hometown kid. He's from Las Vegas. I think he wants to show out, you know, in, in front of the home crowd. And he's got awesome history here, Steve. I don't know if he saw it. Um, he's raced here six times and five of them he's finished uh, in the top five. His one miss was a sixth place finish. So I think his average finish is like 3.8 in this thing. He's never won. He's only led three laps, but I think history will not repeat itself. He's not going to be a, a bridesmaid. He's going to get to victory lane. I, I'm thinking we cash this ticket. All right. I like I like everything you said there. We uh, we saw we saw Noah kind of last season get off to a really bumpy start at the beginning of the season, and then the second half he 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 flipped the switch. He, I mean, he totally turned into a new guy. It seemed like he was out there in the playoffs making moves. I mean, he's he's always made moves, but he's he's fine. he's gotten to the point now to where I feel like he's kind of become a closer, and I really I like that about him because he can. This is one of his better racetracks. He can kind of uh, do what he normally does, but now he can he can finish. He can get the job done and then, uh, you know, win a race. Yeah, this is actually statistically his best track. So I'm mm. uh, feeling, feeling really good. So he'll probably make it to lap 15 before he breaks our hearts. <laughs> that far, huh? <laughs> I think so. I'm, I'm feeling good. Okay, got, I got Gregson locked in. Who else are we looking at? Uh, we've got John Hunter Nemechek, um, who broke our hearts tonight. Yeah, uh, he's running tomorrow. I think we're catching thirty-three to one uh, in some places, twenty-five to one in others. So anywhere around there is fine. This is just kind of our theory that um, he got a lot of laps in today. He he didn't uh, he didn't fail miserably until uh, till two to go. So he got a lot of extra practice that that some of these Xfinity guys didn't get. I think they only got about 15 minutes or something. So he's got a little bit of a leg up there. Um, he was a, a cup series regular. So he's raced here a couple times in the cup series. And, um, you know, I, I, I think he's a talented guy. So we like him at, at these longer odds to, uh, you know, be a long shot that, that has a chance. All right. I have a question for you guys. Did you see my tweet yesterday about uh, saying that I'm going to bet on a driver this weekend that uh, yes, um, yeah, yeah. that's going to make me a lot of money or I'm going to lose lose it all. That was like the premises of it. All right, so uh, so tonight was an L. Yes, that that driver was John Hunter <laughs> All right, so well he <laughs> he owes us money. He owes yes. us money. Yes, he does, and. I made I, I made that tweet because uh, t- 
last night was round one. So tomorrow is now going to be round two. I guess I should say today is going to be round two of John John Hornimacek. So um, again, I, I think he will learn from this and what happened. And he's going to come out with the, the knowledge of, you know, what happened on track, um, where the line is, uh, how the car should perform on long runs, et cetera. You know, just track knowledge. Uh, he's in a, he's in good equipment with um, Sam Hunt Racing. He's taken that car to top five finishes before, and um, I feel totally comfortable going right back to him. There's the old saying, and I think it was Socrates that may have said it: "Is you're never broke if somebody owes you money." I, I think it was him, and uh, JJ owes us some, so we're not broke. Wasn't it Einstein who said doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results is the definition yeah, or, of insanity? Something like that. Okay. Yeah, I'm just checking. Okay, not sure. Our founding fathers, <laughs> Einstein. Something. Yeah, yeah. Or Nostradamus. Yeah, I mean, I'm always slightly insane. insane <laughs> so. All right, so we got uh, Nemechek locked in. All right, done. That's it for the win wagers. That's it. We're done. Okay. Yeah. Um. So in the top three, is that really? Are, are we really done? Yeah, there's only two. I thought there was one more. I was going to bet Joe Graff Jr. because he's racing in that car that Cole Custer won, um, the race last week, and it's, it's the same exact car. So Xfinity rules state that you have to run the car mm-hmm. that you ran the previous week. So by default, that means he's required to run the car that was basically built by Stuart Haas Racing. Um, but I believe he was like 22nd in practice today. Um, <laughs> that guy stinks, man. Yeah, he's, he's bad. <laughs> so don't do don't do Joe Graf or, or do Joe Graf. What are we doing? I mean, it's a really good car. I did bet it personally. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Steve bet it personally. Well, I did too. It's, yeah, yeah. It's probably worth a sprinkle at the astronomical odds. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm ready for a fifteen thousand dollar return on my fifteen bucks. Yeah, well, then yeah. That, that sounds good. <laughs> okay. As I as I mentioned, I mean, if again something like that where the, the bulk is kind of oblivious to, to the situation, it's fine. It's it's a great play, but most places are probably putting him out around thirty to one now, and that's definitely a no play. Okay, no play that. Okay, that number. All right. So just, just hang on to that. Uh, hope for um, hope for everybody uh, to wreck in the front and just let him. Just, yeah, yeah. Just like it happened. Yeah, it happened in a truck race. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right okay. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you guys a few bucks on that one if it. Is. Thanks, buddy. Problem. You, you need a little, little pick me up. What kind of dollars do you have in Canada? Is it like yen or pesos? <laughs> yeah. What do you? It's close to yen. Uh, no, yeah. Canada's where all the you know the Chinese uh, illegally launder their money through, <laughs> of course. Re- through buying real estate. I don't know. It's uh, it's, it's quite a quite a scam they have here. What are they shekels. What, uh, do you, what do you call? It's them? the Canadian dollar. Oh, that's lame. It's very lame. Yeah, is it rupee? I mean, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so the top three. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, we're going We're going Noah here again because uh, we called a like a plus 125-ish line over at MGM. So just it's kind of a hedge against the win. If he doesn't win, he's going to probably run up front. I mean, he normally does here. So uh, we've got a unit on that. Okay. And that's that's the only top three, I think. 
Steve, you want to talk about the top fives? Yeah, sure thing. That's all I got for the top three as well. So we'll move on to the top fives. And um, they they practiced already. So um, these are plays that I put in before the practice session. Now I know that um, these probably may not be quite as good. Um, Ryan Truex, plus 250 on DraftKings. He was very good. So interesting situation here that the 18 car this year is kind of like the 54 car last year where they're going to be rotating drivers and Ryan Truex doesn't normally get this being equipment this good. He's in the, the Joe Gibbs car equipment. Um, I would say they're, they're the cream of the crop still, even though I, I like the J, the junior motorsports junior motorsports cars this weekend as well. Uh, those two teams are really top tier teams to look at the, for most, especially mile and a half intermediate tracks like this one. So he was pretty fast in practice. Uh, good opportunity for him. He should be able to want to take advantage of it the first time this year. Uh, so it seems pretty good to me. Uh, I believe it's at plus 150 now. I'm looking at the latest odds. So hopefully you can get a better number than that somewhere. May have to do some digging right now, though, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm digging. What else you got? Next one I got, it's going to be Sam Mayer. And, um, Should we call him the mayor of Sin City? No. Hey, I mean, sure, why not? I mean, right. I, I th- how, old, how old is that kid? 19 years old? Is he, he's not even old enough to gamble, is he? No, no, I was just practicing my puns, though. No, yeah, I understand. I'm just, I'm just thinking. Uh, so the trucks after that joke was the second worst thing that happened tonight. Oh, man. Ouch. I think these painkillers are starting to kick in. <laughs> <laughs> Talking crazy over here. <laughs> Mayor of Sin City. All right. Keep Still going. Nothing. Steve, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Sam Mayer, I believe he was uh, I believe his second fastest in practice. I, I got to pull up his practice data later on, but he was very good in practice. Um, yes, he was. Yeah, right behind Noah Gregson. Uh, that, again, that's what kind of why I'm I'm focusing a lot on the junior motorsports cars this weekend, and he's part of that crew over there. A uh, lot, lot of young talent. This kid, this kid's gonna be. I, he's he's I don't, I, maybe the next big thing, but um, I, I think he's gonna be as uh, so far he's been as com- competitive as Ty Gibbs. Uh, Tiger is obviously the talk of the town, um, but he's um, yeah, mayor's right up there. I mean, he's had some really impressive runs, so yeah, he, uh, he does have a lot of talent, and I think he shows out. I, I, I think you're right, Steve. I'm I'm on board with Mayor. Nice. Yeah. So those are what I got for the top five. It's a, a third guy is going to be again. It's going to be John Narnimacek plus four twenty five. That's the number that's sticking around. I believe you still get, uh, well, maybe not an MGM, but unfortunately MGM hasn't reposted their odds, so Archie may have a little trouble over there. Yeah, I'm having a little trouble, yeah. Uh, hopefully if they do, hopefully that they do reopen, they get around that number. It's okay. plus 175 on DraftKings. So that's all I got for the top five, though. We talked about, we, I think we talked about John Hunnibercheck enough for one night. <laughs> So is that it? Is Xfinity in the books? Uh, no, we got matchups. Oh, oh, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So uh, the first matchup is 
and we definitely talked about you know John Hunter Nemechek enough. So let's take him in the first matchup against Sheldon Creed. Uh, we are boomer bust here with with JHN. Um, Sheldon Creed is actually he's starting in a backup car, right, Steve? Or is it? Did they revamp his uh, wrecked one? I don't know if. Either way, yeah, I don't know, but he's he's starting in the back, so that's good. It's a good start. If he's starting uh, in the back, then I would just have to assume that's a backup car because if you if you use a backup car, you gotta go to the back. So he's he's in the back then, yeah. So he's uh he's at a a bit of a disadvantage, and there's gonna be like twelve competitive cars around him. There's thirteen pretty good drivers starting in the back, so that's gonna be a mess, and it might be an early storyline that um. Uh, you know, as they work their way through traffic, there's a lot of them jockeying for those same positions and will be in a hurry to get to the front. So maybe he'll get caught up in some trouble there. Maybe he won't, but he's certainly starting at a disadvantage. And it's only his third race in the Xfinity series. He's a rookie this year. Mm. He's had a couple of spot starts along the way last year and whatnot. But um, I'm going to take the experienced guy, JHN, over Sheldon Creed. All right. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's next, Steve? Uh, what are we talking about? Matchups. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know you you have a little write-up going on over there. Just make sure I'm not getting in the way. Oh, there. Go, go ahead, man. We're, we're good. That baby's posted. Um, all right. I had Jeb Burton over Myatt Snyder. Now, originally, again, I took these before the practice sessions. So Jeb Burton had some issues in practice and qualifying. He's got some issues going on there in the back of the car. It's fender rubs. Uh, he's cut two tires already. I still love the Myatt Snyder fade, though. Uh, if you can get a matchup against Myatt Snyder, I would take the other side of that almost regardless of who it is. I think I would still take Jeb Burton. I would guess the lines would reopen with Jeb Burton as a little bit of a less favorite here because of his issues in this first session, but Myatt Snyder has been absolutely horrendous in that in that car. I, I took him last week thinking he was going to excel at a track he was pretty good at home. It, it's similar to Homestead, but he, I mean, he was just too, so far off the pace. He was slow again today, so he's going to be a, my prime fade candidate this weekend. Mm, okay. And it stinks because I, I think he's a pretty good driver. You know, he's just – he's in bad equipment this year. So I think we get a little value because he was good last year. Um, so I, I think we get a little value going against him this year just because he's a, a – I'm doing air quotes here, a, like a name brand. Right, right, So, right. yeah. So I, I think we get a, a – you know, early on in the season, we just blind ship on the fade – yeah. So last year he was was he was with the um, the RCR team. Uh, he's moved even on that team though. He was around top ten, top fifteen. You know that's not 
I would say that's fine, but I mean that car had Tyler Reddick in it previously, and I mean he was running for championships. So even that, even looking at that, it, it's still a performance drop off. So with putting Snyder in even a more underperforming car, he's really struggling to start the season. So is he unemployed next year? I it's a great question. Um, I don't know if the family name carries any weight there. He's a Snyder. I know Marty Snyder is the pit reporter. I don't know if there's any significance there or not. But uh, funding yeah. is uh, funding is always a thing too. Is you know how it goes. It's not always about how good or bad you are as a driver. It's about the funding, the family name, things, a lot of outside characteristics you know into into play there. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Um, here's one I like. Josh Berry over Daniel Hemrick. I'm the big Josh Berry fan. And um, he just like I talked about last week, he, he could drive anything and drive it well, even a shopping cart or a golf cart <laughs> or a moped. And I think he would be competitive. And this this kind of track is right in his wheelhouse. His, you know, he's his learning curve is he's so quick to grasp what's happening and to diagnose what, what's going on in front of him to, to like feel the energy of the draft and get in the right line and make the right moves. He's just a real heady guy and he's coming up, you know, through the different circuits, but he's, he's 31. So he's, he's mature. And, um, I think that that helps him, um, you know, be, be smart. And, um, I, I think he's going to beat Daniel Hemrick. My history of hating Daniel Hemrick is is long on this show, and uh, I still do. Sorry, Dan, if you're listening, bud. Um, taking Josh Berry all the way to the window. Yep. So Josh Berry won this race last year. So, and he ran well last week. With that in mind, I see no reason why that string of good showings would not would you know why would it not continue going into this weekend uh he's with a good team he's run well here and he's got good recent form that that checks three boxes there so uh oh and and daniel hamrick is moving over from gibbs to colleague racing i would say that's a slight performance downgrade but uh every little edge you get is a is good so i like uh for i guess that gives you four reasons to play this head to head let's do it i love it that's almost all the fingers on my hand so i think that's enough <laughs> yeah who do you want to talk about next um i have riley herbst against brandon jones um now riley herbst was plus 145 before qualifying happened but uh riley herbst put i don't know where he qualified i can probably check here real quick um, herbs, herbs, um, herbs. I know he qualified inside the top 10. Looks like he qualified, yeah, P3. Yeah, he was so three. Yeah, quick. that's very good. And I'll tell you, Brennan Jones qualified P21. So that's a pretty significant drop off there. Brennan Jones, uh, talked about it a little bit, uh, last week. Uh, he ran well, but he, Kind of knocked over the uh, sand barrier there, so yeah, he made me late for dinner because you know I was trying to watch the race before we went out, and um, you know there was like a 
20 minute red flag while I cleaned up this beach that he created <laughs> by the uh, pit road. And like, you know, I was getting hangry and just, it was not a good situation. So I'm on board with this fade because, you know, <laughs> he made me hung- hungry last week. I like it. Revenge. Yeah. Revenge. Revenge. And so we'll know, we'll know we've won this bet when you see the, the bright highlighter yellow car spinning through the infield uncontrollably. <laughs> Very good. That's that's how you'll know. And just, I mean, seriously, though, he has good track history here. But Brandon Jones is like the one guy where track history doesn't matter. Like, he just, he makes boneheaded decisions all the time. He's in great equipment. He should be in contention to win week in and week out, and he's just not. I, I don't think he's a great talent. And, I you know, I'm, I'm happy if we're going to catch a plus money line, fade them. So, I'm in. This time it's personal with you, man. Can you feel it? I do. A little bit. It's, yeah, I mean, still that, it's still that anger from uh, the previous race. It kind of just carries over into you know the following uh, handicaps, unfortunately. <laughs> I just got to lay it out in the line. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the crab meat melts at my local diner are to die for. They're incredible. It's fake crab meat. Who knows what kind of cheese is on top on an English muffin. And it's delicious. And Brandon Jones kept me from it. That motherfucker. We got we to gotta yeah. do it. Done. All right. Is that it? That's it for Xfinity, yeah. I think. What Do you have anything else, Steve? Or no, that's it. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna lay off taking another John Hornyman check matchup, and uh, I'll keep <laughs> that one to myself. I, I'm, I'm not gonna lose any more money for anybody else on this guy. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's put the pedal to the metal here and get through uh, the cup. We're running pretty long tonight on this one. Well, it's like almost like a therapy session in the beginning. Yeah, you know was, what I mean. It was. I know. I know. Fine. Yeah. All right, well, it's, it's going to be a short card because there's a lot of stuff that's that's not up for Cup anyway, so yeah. you'll just have to follow us on Speedway Steve 2 on Twitter. That's it. Yep. If you bought a Speedway Steve 2 t-shirt, you'd know where to go. you just look down and see. That's it. That's it. Mine get here tomorrow. I'm pumped up. Yeah. Constant so, reminder of who your favorite Twitter handle is. That's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the design team certainly deserves a high five oh yeah sure yeah all right so we're taking kyle larson to win okay uh i, I think this is good chalk it opened at plus Ooh. 600 it got immediately bet down to around 450 on DraftKings. it started popping up on different books around plus 300 is what it opened up at so it, it felt like we were on the right side um, and it's kind of been hovering around there ever ever since. He won uh, last week. These one and a half are his bread and butter. He's I, I don't know how you can argue it anymore. He's like the best driver on the circuit in some of the best equipment. And um, honestly, I, I I just don't see how he doesn't get it done. Steve, what do you think? Yeah, I think uh, I gotta thank you for this one because. Uh... We got this at plus six hundred, and it was bet down at plus five fifty within I don't know ten minutes. So I gotta thank you for I guess being the ultimate de- degenerate and refreshing the DraftKings page about every one minute and twenty five seconds. So hey man, to you, here's here's to you. <laughs> but I, I totally agree with everything you said about Larson. Um, as I would guess that um, as these teams continue to learn the new car, these top tier teams continue to widen the gap a little bit, a little bit on these teams that are a little less funded. So that should 
play into the hands of Hendrick Motorsports, etc. And we saw how good Hendrick was last year on the mile and a halfs. So that should carry over into this weekend. And we all know Larson's the main head on that organization. Yeah, and and, and normally in these situations, you could uh, counter with, you know, Denny Hamlin or Martin Truex or, you know, some of the Toyota guys, Kyle Busch, because they're, they're always strong, but they are struggling. I, I cannot imagine putting a nickel down on any Toyota this weekend mm. until they figure it out. I, I need to see it. You know, before before I'll, I'll put any U.S. currency or Canadian currency arch on, on those Toyotas. Yeah, yeah. So. I can talk a little about the Toyotas. It's they're I don't know. They're like they're going to be boomer bust this weekend because they claim that they figured out the issue with the overheating. Yeah, sure. I, I don't know. Maybe the overheating was causing horsepower issues when it came to that, but. I, I don't know. He just—they're a big question mark. And we looked at look at Truex at the first couple of races. I mean, in the class, he was running—he's running dead last uh, at, on a short track. I mean, this is a guy that's made his made his hay running short tracks the past few years, and he was getting lapped uh, immediately. So I don't know what's going on over there. I, we know we've. Kind of come to the conclusion, Truex might be on the end of his life cycle, his NASCAR life cycle here. Yeah, let's let's not kill the guy, you know. But <laughs> he can retire if he wants. So we're not taking Toyota plus three fifty as the winning manufacturer. No, we are not, okay. and we are not taking Martin Truex's life gotcha. either. For the record, gotcha. All right. Yep. All right. So we got that locked in. What else are we looking for? Um. um go ahead. Yeah, I got. Um, RCR, Richard Childress Racing. We got a, a duo here, Tyler Reddick and Austin Dillon. Got uh, Reddick at seven plus 1,700. Um, not much needs, needs to be said here. Um, t- Tyler Reddick, he dominated most of the race last week, one stage one, I believe, and stage two. Um, really just had a, a situation where I, I guess he just lost control of the car. I, I don't know what happened, but... Um, he kind of saved it, and then when Byron came by, he got loose, and they 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 ended each other's days. Unfortunately, I thought this was going to be Tyler Reddick's first win of his career. Uh, yeah, he but he was so out. fast, so fast. But so gotta take him. Gotta take Austin Dillon, his teammate. He finished second in that race. So clearly, it, it's showing that uh, these RCR guys and Chevy as a whole kind of have um, maybe they are the ones that have this car figured out early as, as uh, maybe just especially in the mile and a half, but um, uh, similar characteristics to an extent from, you know, last week to this week, tire wear is a little different, but as um, far as it goes for, it's in another intermediate track. So somewhat comparable to last week. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, yeah, so uh, and then we'll just round out the winners here. We got Daniel Suarez at forty to one. And these are all going to be small plays. Yeah. We haven't quite divvied it up yet. Uh, we're going Chase Briscoe somewhere around sixty to seventy to one, somewhere in there. He led some laps last week as well. He, you know, there was a time when I thought Chase was going to win it. So uh, last week was really fun, by the way. And then um, 
the last win wager, we're going Chris Busher at 125 to one. Mm. Um, and I just want to add just real quick. I was doing some homework, Steve, you know, cause I, you know, I, I study this stuff now to, to try and catch up. And I was wondering, I was like, why is, you know, Reddick and Dylan, why are they fast all of a sudden? And then, mm. um, I, I discovered that I guess Richard Childress Racing was in charge of most of the wind tunnel testing for the next gen cars. So they did a, the majority of the, the wind tunnel stuff. So it kind of makes sense that they would have an edge in aerodynamics early on in the season until, you know, their notes get passed all around or whatever. But that, that kind of clicked. And I was like, oh, shit, that's, that's a pretty good angle, you know, that these guys are going to be have a, a small leg up. Right. I was aware of that. And that's kind of what I was, that's kind of a, another step towards what I was saying earlier about how until the teams catch up, these guys in, in the Chevy camp could have that small edge. And so, uh, the, you know, the notebooks, um, you know, catch up as they, as you mentioned. Sweet. All right. Um, you want to talk about top fives? We've got Joey Logano somewhere around even money. Um, and Tyler Reddick for all the reasons we've mentioned above, he's about two to one. Uh, so those are the, the two top fives we're going to be on. Okay. And then we'll just jump right into matchups. I know we're running long, everybody, but uh, we're taking Reddick again and plus money against Byron. Um, I don't think we really need to talk about Reddick anymore, but he's just he's flying right now. And just along the, the same thought process, we're taking Austin Dillon over Kurt Busch. So we're getting those those two RCR guys on our card any way we can. Yep, against a Toyota and Kurt Busch. So. Yep, yep. <laughs> and then this one, this one kind of surprised me, Steve. So I, I can't, I can't talk about it at all. You're, you're going to have to take the lead here. Uh, Christopher Bell over Eric Jones. So Eric, Eric Jones. I mean, so I, I don't, I, I know it's tough. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that guy. That guy was so fast last week. I mean, he you know, was top five. Uh, he was fast at Daytona. He was competitive at the Clash. I mean, they got that 43 bumping right now. And Christopher Bell's a Toyota. So I, I am going to need – I'm going to need some help. I'm going to need some help. I like Christopher Bell because it's a lower tire wear track. Okay. I like Eric Jones more when it comes to more high wear tracks. Okay. And running more of the top lane. I think. Oh, like Darlington. Correct. And that's kind gotcha. of what we saw last week with Eric Jones. He was taking advantage of a track that really suited his driving style. Okay. So we're, we're not really, uh, we're, we're just fading him on this track type. That's correct. That, that's kind of where I'm at with it. All right. I'm, I don't doubt you. I just didn't know how you got there. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Just like show your work. You know what I mean? No, I, I, I get, I get it, man. I get it. <laughs> but yeah, that's. I, I really think the the uh, painkillers and the tranquilizer dart are starting to set in here from the the truck race. Gotcha. Yeah. Anything else we are touching this weekend? No, man. That's that's, that's all it. I got. All right. Yeah, I can. I'm, I'm maybe run down the list of matchups I'm looking at right now because I really haven't. Uh, Dug in too deep here. Do you see anything you like that sticks out to you, Phil? Oh, uh, anything with Larson? Any? I, I mean, he's 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 so good. 
And I just I think he's got a, a leg up over everybody. Um, There's a Bubba Wallace versus Daniel Hemrick matchup. Hemrick was six laps down at one point last week and finished in the top ten. How does how does that happen? How about that? Yeah. Um, but I don't I don't really see anything that really catches my eye at the moment. Chase Elliott. Take, yeah. Good. I would take Hemrick in that. Bubba Wallace is a fade to me, just about anywhere he goes besides super speedways. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would, I would probably lean Chase Elliott over Kyle Busch. I would probably lean Ryan Blaney over Kyle Busch just with the Toyota fade. And um, um, Blaney and Logano have been – those the Penske Fords in general have been really good at, at Vegas. So I think they've got a thick notebook of of notes that may be helpful. So um, that's that's probably all I got. We got to talk about the uh, the Pennzoil Logano. That's it. I forgot about that. Last thing, Arch, promise. No, no, it's cool. What is it? Go ahead, Phil. Sure. So the the name of the race, uh, like the main sponsor of the race is Pennzoil. Mm -hmm. Joey Logano is running a Pennzoil paint scheme. Um, this happened, I believe, last year at Bristol, didn't it? Um, Steve, I, th- I think that was a Pennzoil race. I, yeah, I, I know it's happened before, where the the, the car that's sponsored by the main you know, the main event wins the race, or what you know. Yeah, it's like Vegas calls, but only it's Pennzoil's calling. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> like get my shit in victory lane. I paid you know twelve billion dollars for this, so that's a little theory we've got. Um, mm. You know, so that maybe they're saving their best stuff or, you know, their trade secrets to, to bust it out to win for the sponsor. So Joey Logano, we, we were talking about that early in the week and I forgot about it till just now. So Joey Logano, do what you want with it. There you go. Play the play the tinfoil hat theory. Yeah. I mean, there's been plenty of that in the last couple of years, right? <laughs> Not racing related, but, you know, Perpetually. other stuff. The tinfoil hat theory always wins. Yes. Yep. So. All right, cool, man. So that's it. That's that's the that's motorsports in the weekend. We're done. It is. We are done. Oof. All right. Well, it'll be fun to see how this all plays out. Hopefully, we get this shit turned around. Hopefully, pit crews aren't fucking us over or no last second crashes fucks us over. Ryan Blaney, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Phil, always great talking well, to you, man. Arch, thanks, man. Thanks for having us. Steve, you as well. Always a pleasure. Happy to be here. I need a good night. I, I need some Date. rest this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> well, gotta, the lights yeah. aren't on your house, so it should be perfect sleeping mood, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.